mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 115 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over season six, episode five, Nightwalkers, aka the supernatural episode. I have aka <laughs> the mist. Because oh, yeah, that the, works too. The mist in this episode is crazy. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I'm just like, waiting for those Winchester boys to show up. The Winchester boys and Mulder and Scully and Buffy are all showing <laughs> yeah. up in this place. Yeah. But just, like, I was assuming, I remember, the like, you would assume that the mist somehow is part of this plot because every it's, night yeah, shot, it is just this heavy It's the special mist. guest star. <laughs> special guest star mist. Yeah. I wonder if it was just foggy and they're like, fuck it, roll. Probably. Roll cameras. I mean, it's British Columbia. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> um, so this first aired on July 12th, 2002, written by Joan Paul, directed by Peter. Uh, and I'm telling you, Joe, Paul, and Peter. Uh-huh. And the special this the special guest in this episode, besides the mist, is Stevenson, British Columbia. <laughs> Sorry, place, Stevenson. It's Stevenson. Like it's the name. They Steveston. just used the town name. Nice. But they just relocated it to the States <laughs> for the show. That works. But it's actually a really popular filming location right outside Vancouver. Oh, right. Um it's literally Storybrooke and Once Upon a Time. Oh, okay. Like, I've watched that show a couple times. And I actually want to go back and uh, and try... Because I started... I watched the first season and I enjoyed it, but I trailed off. And then I didn't want to jump back in like three seasons later. So I think it's like... I think I need you to start can watch the beginning. For like the, I think it's like the first four and then it's like, I'm bored. Yeah. But then uh, it supposedly picks up again. And then there was like a redo where everyone changes. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think I just... Sometimes you just have to kill the show. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Anyways, they use this uh, in 4400 X Files. Some the most recent Godzilla for some reason. That what? Supernatural, obviously. Well, that makes sense. Scary movie and the new Power Rangers movie partly was filmed there. Apparently. Okay, yeah. perfect. So it's right outside Vancouver. Mm-hmm. It's actually sort of like surrounded and quasi absorbed by Richmond. Okay. They sort of ate it, I guess. And it was a salmon fishing town, and it's literally named for a guy named Steves. Like, his last name was Steves. So, Steves Steve's Town. Yeah, literally. I'm so proud of you. Uh Uh-huh. To be fair... A fair amount of towns in, in even the U.S. are no, named yeah, for the I exact just, I love the way we do things. It's yeah. like, well, it's this person lived here, uh huh, and then they were famous here, so it's this person's yep. town now. Yep. I, I mean, not that other places are much better. Like everything in California is named after a saint. Yeah. <laughs> everything. <laughs> so he got there with his family, like 1877-ish. Okay. And uh, basically was the first white family to settle there, so they got to name it. This is ours. So we plant that our flag. Sounds yeah. pretty much how it works. Done. Uh, and it quickly became a hot I love bed. that it's Steve's, though. Uh-huh. Like, not Steve's... St- uh, like, I, I don't know. or it's just... It, well, it just it is, feels but, like it's like, hey, it's my buddy Steve. It's like calling it Billstown instead yeah. of Williamstown. Or, or, well, his or last name was Billsburg Steve's. instead of Williamsburg. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I still like that it's... I, I've decided that it's Steve. So it's a hotbed of salmon cannery, canning, <laughs> canning in the canneries. I know canneries. Um, and then also because cannery of the fishing, uh, it became a growing boat building industry. Done. Because it makes sense since there's fishing boats and canning and, fish. and shit. Yeah. Well, usually where there's fish, there's water. Usually, which yes. Which means you should have boats there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it became a fairly big, like, quaint little touristy town because it's adorable. Yeah. Uh, and they've been pretty good about preserving it's, history. It's like a star's hollow, if you will. It is. It's like a star's like a, yeah, I dig it. Um, also, apparently has Canada's larging fishing fleet in its harbor. Huh. That's a fun thing. That's a lot of facts. Uh-huh. I feel like you work for their tourist board. <laughs> Do you work for their tourist board? I wish I did. Because <laughs> that's what that sounds like. I dig it. So we start with a frightened guy in a dark car calling a very sleepy Sam. Yeah. His his name is Richard Fleming. I love that she picks up the phone at 2 a.m. Like, I would be like, and that goes off yeah, the hook. Yeah, but it could also be Hammond. That's true. That I mean, is true. It could be Jack. Yeah. 
Um, there's there's no color ID on that. <laughs> it's true. Um, and she's like, I he, or he goes, I need your help. She's like, it's two a.m. He goes, yeah, but they never shut down the project, and it's out of control, and you have to protect me. And before she can get any more answers, there's a screeching and a crash, and the call drops. Help me before I die. Too late. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, but what do you do after you get a call like that at two in the morning? You don't just go back to bed. I, I might, I might convince myself that I dreamt it. <laughs> I'm like, I dreamt that. I was like, do you call the rest of the team? Like, you're not going to call Hammond going, I got a weird call At from two in the morning? Dude. I just don't know what you do. Okay, I'm an asshole. But here's what, I would convince myself that I dreamt it. And then go back to sleep. And then pretend like it never happened. And then in the morning be like, hey guys, I got a weird call. But it was at like two in the morning. <laughs> I, gotta, I know that it's now like 10 a.m but i had to i get got a weird sleep. call at nine in the morning yeah like a half hour ago like as i was walking out the door uh-huh <laughs> because i thought but I'm, i haven't had coffee <laughs> i have not brushed my teeth i have not put in my all the things that i need to do to be, to be a human, human being i have not done nope. yet uh and then credits short and sweet yeah um so in the briefing room... Also, every- I keep thinking the credits are new again, but no, I think not. I'm just adjusting to them. So yeah, I'm going to ask, again. are these new for at least another four episodes? Okay. <laughs> the answer is no. Okay. So in the briefing room, everyone except for Jack is at the table because there's no Jack in this entire episode. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I knew you weren't. No. I knew you weren't going it to It makes be. me very uncomfortable and very unhappy. <laughs> and there's he's I off dedicated a, a car cast. He's off a toke. Oh, uh, you mean a car uh-huh. cast? Dedicated? I dedicated a car cast to how uncomfortable this makes me feel. <laughs> so those of you on Patreon, this will, this will be out for you. <laughs> um, and yeah, in case in case anyone's interested who doesn't already know on Patreon, we've started a new thing on Patreon of just car casts, and yeah. it's just literally us. On our way to different locations in the car. Rambling. Rambling. Car rambling. It's pretty good. We just made it sound nicer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Sand found out who Dr. Fleming is, a biologist and former professor of advanced genetics at Stanford. And Jonas is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him. He's a guy who's famous for developing hybrid strains of disease-resistant corn and cotton. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, what the fuck, Jonas? I, you know, at this point, when are we going to realize that that's just who Jonas is? He's Yeah. I mean, the base library has a subscription to the American Journal for Evolutionary Duh, Science. And I read everything Duh. in the whole wide world. <laughs> You know, at some point, the person who's different, you just accept that. It's exactly. like, you know what? We already know this. We've established uh-huh. this. That's who they are. Yeah. It's like if people at work were still surprised by your space habits. It's like, we all know. <laughs> no one is surprised. We understand. Um, <laughs> and someone said the only way that I could get more into space is if they started doing Olympics in space. <laughs> yeah, and then funny. I would just not function. I mean, who wouldn't watch that? Yeah. Space Olympics. So, um, beyond all that fun information, Sam explains that two years ago he took a job with Immunitech. Im- sorry, I keep butchering Imotep. that. Imotep. Yeah, Imotep is literally what I tried to say. <laughs> Immunitech Research, which is a fully owned subsidiary of Zetatron Industries, Adrian Condred's company. And Jones is like, who is that? I am foreign to your world. I don't know words. And Hammond catches him up with the previous episode. And uh, after they took Adrian into custody, the company moved to a small, quaint town on the coast of Oregon called Steveston. Ta-da! So, called Boring Oregon. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, Doctor, that's what they made flamethrowers and boring. Uh, yeah, is, yeah. That, is that a thing? Is it a real town? It's a town no, of a fake show. I was just more going boring. Oh, right. <laughs> I get it. Boring, no, the boring Company. The Boring Company. I was I referencing. I still can't get over that. I was referencing a Netflix TV show. I'm sure there is a name <laughs> called Boring somewhere. Okay. Um, but Dr. Fleming's car was found this morning. Total, there's no body. And Hammond's like, yeah, you can go ahead and go look into that. Jack's, you know, still off a toker in while they look for a new host. But and then it's the one tiny little hint of Jack that we get, and I am not okay with it. <laughs> um... I need all my people. And as Hammond leaves, Sam goes to Jonas is like, you know exactly who Adrian Conrad was. He goes, well, I mean, I have memorized all of your mission reports. I just don't want people to start thinking that I'm strange. Start. And, <laughs> and, and Sam's like, no one thinks you're strange. And he goes, well, what about Jack? Hey, let's go grab some lunch, Jonas. Yeah. I gotta say, Sam's a little bit mean to Jonas all this episode. All the way through it. Um, she ribs him a little hard. She ribs him a little hard. 
But I... Uh, mm. Listen, let's take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. I love Jonas. Yeah. She's a little rough to him. A little rough. But maybe <laughs> that's just their dynamic now. Oh, okay. So, sometime later in Steveston, they pull up and apparently have come straight from the Matrix... Sunglasses and all. Yeah, let's. You totally blend in. Yeah, yeah. You blend. To quote totally. Marissa Tomei, you blend. Yeah, bl- yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's totally a look. And and Jonas is hyped on the new digital camera that he has. It's adorable. <laughs> the, the 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 giant camera. Uh-huh. Remember when that's how big things were? That that, that is legit. It's a size of like a, It's a size of like the early nineteen hundreds brownie cameras. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I, we had that camera nice. in, in my family. Yes. <laughs> that was the new digital camera we got. Yeah. Um, and I love how he tells Jonas to keep an eye on Teal'c and then turns and says the same thing to Teal'c. Yeah. Because she's a mom with two kids. And both that need to be uh-huh. watched over. Yeah. Yeah. So you just tell both of them to watch over the other one. Uh-huh. That Done. works great. Yeah. She's going to go talk to the sheriff. <laughs> so Sam meets with Sheriff Knox and yeah. first I want to mention yes. this, this bearded uh, like deputy I guess uh huh <laughs> can we talk about how overly manicured his face is uh-huh. there's something very uncomfortable <laughs> about this man and I don't know if I recognize him from something else or if I'm supposed to or not but Okay, seriously, the beard and the, and the eyebrows on this person's face are so overly done that they're distracting. I actually did not notice that in the slightest. I'm so distracted by it every time. I'm like, I mean, we seriously. do find out that he's military. Yes. Yeah, but like, so well, not military, does that require you to ID, get your eyebrows waxed? Because it's not military. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Yeah, okay, got it. Yes. Got it. Okay, I'm A done. Mayborn I has just, perfectly just, manicured eyebrows. I needed I needed to get that off my chest. Um, he is not digging the Air Force snooping around his town uh, because mm-hmm. this is his jurisdiction. And she's like, look, I respect that and all, but blah, 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 national security. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, this is my go-to card. Na- I can do anything. National security. Yeah. <laughs> And then national security, na- national, <laughs> national security. Like that's just like she just interrupts him uh-huh, every time. Uh-huh. And he's like, I, I give up. Fine. <laughs> the sheriff, like, like, I don't think this was an accident. And it's really going to be a giant bummer because it's going to ruin our eight years. No murder count. <laughs> going to yeah. have to restart that count. That's gonna up on the wall. To, yeah, we're going to have to put a new zero like zero days, days. since yeah. murder. <laughs> Apparently, Immunitech. Keep is that even right? Did I pronounce I it right I that have time? No idea. I think you did accidentally. Apparently, Immotep. <laughs> they they keep to themselves and they oh. don't really mix with the locals. Hmm. But his co-workers did say previously um, that he'd been acting strange and he had amphetamines in his glove box. Hmm. And the lab at Imhotep was gutted in a fire last night. Convenience. Yeah, I was going to say, how convenient. Yeah, yeah, that's that's real realistic. So she goes outside and meets up with Tweedledee and Tweedledum back at the car. And uh, here's the part where I imagine that once she leaves the sheriff, that's when the Winchester boys come in and uh-huh. they're like, hi, this is a matter of national security. And he's going to be like, didn't I just talk to one of your fucking people? Well, and they're going to be like, but they're um, going to be FBI. Yes. They're going to be yeah, FBI yeah. and not Air Force. Exactly. I mean, um, and then right after that, Mulder and Scully come in. Uh, <laughs> yes. And then afterwards, uh, Buffy breaks it. Buffy, she, yeah, because she's just going to barbarian her she's way She's just going to break yeah. it after yeah. hours. <laughs> so they go and they're going to go check out his house because the lab is gone. And as they drive off, some guy who we'll never see again in a creepy, creepy way nope. later in the episode comes what? into frame. Yeah. So and he looks crazed. He looks crazed is the best way to describe yeah. it. And so Sam easily picks the lock because she has mad skills. Yeah. And they scatter in this house that is, like, super adorable that I'd love to buy. Yeah. It's a really it, cool it is, house. I was actually looking at it. I was like, the fanciest ceilings I've ever uh-huh. seen. Um, I've noticed every time we go into a new home, when the establishing shots are always surround Like, there's always alcohol involved. Yeah. There's always, like, I think, I wonder if they're using the same bar cart. <laughs> Probably. And they're like, oh, okay, new house, let's move the bar cart move over. Move the bar cart over yeah. here. Uh, but yeah, definitely a uh, fancy ceiling. <laughs> I mean, usually if you're going to make an establishing shot of our house, the bar would <laughs> that, be that's, involved That's appropriate. Well. That's appropriate. But no, so like as a, as a homeowner, I was like, oh, I do like that ceiling. I like the crown molding up there, too. <laughs> I'm going to do that to our house. Mental note. Pinterest page. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, yeah. they they scatter and check out the place, but the place has been cleaned. So, like they find nothing, like not even things you'd normally find, I- including like old ass windows. Yes, <laughs> I was like, hey, look at that. So, but there's a delivery guy that stops by that has a package that Sam, Sam signs for, and I mean, does she sign her own name? Is it just a scribble so no one can tell? Yeah, when I love it, it's like this is technically a small town, right? Yeah, but still, the delivery person's like, here you go, yeah, take this thing. Person I've never seen in this house before. Uh huh. Anyway, all right. It's convenient. Uh-huh. It's a package from Fleming to Fleming. Uh, which, you know, if he knew that his house was going to be searched, it's a good way to hide something for a few days. And inside is a giant fucking syringe. Yeah. That's not scary to look at That I am not okay with. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not okay with that syringe. I love that, you know, spoilers, but we all know where this episode goes. Uh Sam uses that thing. (laughs) Sam's a badass. God. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know where you stick that. Just right into your belly. Oh, God. (laughs) So at the hotel, um, with the smoke, the mist rolling in, (laughs) because it's... I don't know. It's body eating mist or something. Yeah. Um, it's a Stephen King novel. I'm also assuming Sam and Dean are next door and Mulder and Scully are on the other side. Oh, yeah. It's, it's everyone's, it's a one ho- it's a motel yeah. in town. Dean's eating a burger. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's and, and Mulder is on the Magic Fingers bed. Yeah. Because he likes the Magic <laughs> Finger bed. <laughs> um, so, amphetamines plus syringe, they have to at least you agree that there might be some drug-induced paranoia going on. I love that that's always a go-to, and it's never the case. It's not, but, and as Chilk rightly points out, um, he's missing, his work is destroyed, his house was cleaned, so maybe well-founded paranoia yeah. and not drug-induced yeah. paranoia. <laughs> like, paranoia, yes, but for good reason. Yes. <laughs> so Sam wonders if this is the super drug that they were trying to create from the symbiote with Andrew and Conrad, and if that's true, that could be worth something, something worth killing for. Right. I mean, other people would think that they wouldn't think that as Jonas eats more because it's Jonas. Because he's like, I, I eat good. So they're going to send some samples back to the base to Janet. So um, and meanwhile, they're going to keep talking to townspeople. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere in town in the mist at night, um, we have some possessed people that look like they're on their way to becoming Cybermen or something. Well, they're on their way to the uh, the Cuckoo Cola facility from yeah. Chippendale's uh-huh. Rescue Rangers. Uh-huh. They're about to go come along and belong and feel the fizz of Coca-Cola uh-huh. along with Gadget. Coca-Cola men. That's yep. how it goes. Uh, and they're being told that there are outsiders in town asking questions. And if they find anything out, they will have to be dealt with. <laughs> so yeah. in a diner the next day, Jonas is dipping his fries into a milkshake, as you do. <laughs> I've actually... That's what we grew up on, blizzards and fries. Yeah, no, it's a thing. Okay, it's a thing. It's a thing. Definitely a thing. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I know it's a thing. It's a thing. And uh, he's enjoying this traditional American food, and Sam's like, yeah, so her hardened arteries are also an American tradition. She's so mean! She She's is. So mean. But I do say that, I will say that um, the way I crush on Jonas, I'm also a big fan of Dean and Supernatural. <laughs> so now the fantasy is that Jonas and Dean... Go on a food spree? They just no, they just sit in a diner and eat <laughs> pie and like pancakes and so basically all things I love. Food, Jonas, and Dean. Dean. And they just kind of snark at each other <laughs> and eat, like, talk with food in their mouths the way that somehow they do that's very charming. We, we now know what Grace's dream fanfic is. Weird, 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 interesting fetishes uh-huh. of mine. I've said too much. But that's so anyway, a thing. Are, uh, I actually wrote, oh my God, Jonas and Dean eating. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, in this episode, Sam and Sam would go <laughs> yeah, off together and do all, their, their, do all their. They'd be their like, "Someone's got to fucking get shit done." Yeah, and they'd be like, "Hey, Sam, yeah, yes." Like two of them both answer at once. <laughs> I dig it. I actually, I would, I a Sam and Sam Roadshow would be fun as well. Uh, yeah, a Gene, a Dean Jonas Sam and Sam crossover uh-huh. episode. <laughs> Uh, Teal no. would hang out with Bobby. No, oh, no, 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 Jack would hang out. No, with Bobby. no, no, what? no. Jack or Teal needs to hang out with uh with Cass. Yes, 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 yes. And Bobby and Jack. Bobby and Jack would hang out. I like the idea of Jack calling people idiots. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, and Jack would pick that up real He'd quick. Be like oh, Tim, why haven't I thought of that and, one and before? And Cass and Teal, and then they'd just... go fishing. <laughs> 
would just be like, oh, I'm not human either. Are you not human? Robot voice, robot voice. No, but for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. Oh, God. This episode. I'm telling you, it's the supernatural crossover. It is. It is. Um, mm. It's done. Yep. So anyways, <laughs> apparently no one and Imhotep wants to talk. I don't know why I have such problems with Immunotech? that word. Yeah, Immunotech? Yeah, Immunotech. So it looks like we have found nothing as well. And and Jonas disagrees, and he rattles off all the weird things he's noticing in the diner because he's super hyper-observant uh-huh. to a creepy level. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like the town's half asleep. And the deputy comes over then and tells Sam that the sheriff wants to see her, and the creeper man creeps some more. And again, all I can see is his overly groomed face. <laughs> he looks a little like Scott Grimes from ER. He does look like, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the actor he looks yeah. like. Yeah. Um, overly groomed Scott Grimes. <laughs> So, Anox is like, you're asking a lot of questions in my town, and I don't like questions. Also, that suspicious fire was super suspicious and was arson. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, you know, if you know something about what's going on here, you need to tell me, and I'm really annoyed. Don't give me the national security line again. Yeah, okay. So, Knox isn't surprised that she's not getting much information from the town because no one at the lab wants to get sued for breaching the confidentiality agreement that they signed. Mm. And not even the fire is going to make the company willing to cooperate since two years ago, another researcher went missing and they gave no shits. Yeah. So, while the company is a mystery, no one really wants to speak or hear bad about them in town because the shipyard shut down a bit ago and this company's basically kept the town afloat. It's basically like, look, we know there's weird shit going on, but we're we're managing to stay alive, Uh so we're not going to talk about it. Exactly. We're just not going to look over there. Um, But Knox isn't stupid. He thought the first disappearance was hanky, and so he subpoenaed some documents. And um, both people who went missing were were research partners. And Sam takes the confidential documents back to the motel, and they're, like, all Mm -hmm. half-redacted. And they look like the emails that I get after you go through this. (laughs) So back at the motel room, part of the documents is a shipping invoice for a ton of stem cell research, which uh, Immunitech was not on record of doing stem cell research which Sam's like well it could be used to create skin grafts and your organs but in theory also human clones slightly inaccurate um, but so Sam's current theory is that Fleming wanted to blow the whistle on the illegal research and had to be silenced so I will say that I want to point something out here that if you're not paying attention you miss um, before we get into stem cells yes um, Jonas tells us that he goes, so the cloning, which is illegal. Yes. And he's checking in because uh-huh. he's learning, uh, which to me gives gives us this idea that, okay, so this is something that we're not supposed to be doing. Got it. It's illegal. He doesn't, he, he focuses on the fact that it's illegal and he's not morally opposed to it. Yeah. Whereas Teok is just aware that he's morally opposed to it. Yeah. And it's just, an, again, a, a really tiny nuance on how uh-huh. you see the difference on who they are. Yeah. Teok doesn't give any shits about nope. whether it's legal or not. He's like, this is fucked up. We don't do this. Yeah. And Jonas is like, okay, this is a really cool scientific thing. But in this world. Yeah. Morals say we don't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Got it. Yeah, the so human cloning different. part. I, I just, I love, I love the idea of these two alien species and how differently they yeah. they are. And and we get back to that well, later. Well, I think but, it yeah. also just comes the fact that one is like, I mean, Jonas isn't necessarily specifically a scientist, but he's a researcher. Yeah. And so we come, we have one as a warrior and one as a researcher. Right. So they're coming at even the concept from two vastly different uh, yeah. I just, sort of I just love the idea that it's like, look, just because they're alien species doesn't mean they no. have to be like each other. Uh, and then it's just these tiny little nuances. And we get another scene on that later, too, oh, which yeah. is great. Uh-huh. So, stem cells, yay. <laughs> yeah. Bit of a misunderstood research topic. Yes. Um, stem cells are cells that basically don't know what they want to be when they grow up yet. Mm. So, for humans, there is uh, basically two types. There's a couple <laughs> other types, but they don't really um, look into them or do research them as much. But the two main types are embryonic stem cells, which come from the blastocyst when there's only like 100 cells or so. Okay. Um, and they can literally have the potential to be any cell in the human body. And the rise in IVF has paired with the rise in research into embryonic stem cells because you often have way more embryos than you'd ever need, or you have embryos that you wouldn't be able to implant for various right. reasons. So people can donate them to embryonic stem cell research. And this is what most people have in their heads when they hear stem cell research. And this is the side that people, some people find controversial. Right. They sometimes can, they feel that they are morally opposed to Yes. It. Got it. Um, so, but it's, it's in, it comes from a very, very specific 
very early points in in like the embryo's growth when it's right. it's because if you go any further past you know a hundred or two hundred cells they start to like they start There's a different yeah they start you know being what they want to be yeah they're no longer stem cells exactly yeah Got so it. the other version, um, which is far more common and it's also super powerful, but slightly more limited is adult stem cell research. Okay. Um, so there's basically a class system. They call it lineages. Okay. Um, and you can like you basically the stem cells, they have there's specific different types of stem cells, but you can only become something else in that little branch. Okay. So you have ones, you know, that can um, be in your intestines or you can be neural ones or the epithelial ones. Um, and so those are the ones that they're talking when they when they talk of stem cells about like, Oh, you can grow organs and stuff. Right. These are sometimes the ones they're doing and they take stem cells from that specific part and because they can just, those are already only that type. Exactly. Of so it. they're basically hold the Ikea instructions. Right. And they, where researchers just want to go and steal the Ikea instructions to build any type of cell within that. Class. It's basically like saying, hey, you can only build chairs from these, uh-huh. whereas these the embryonic ones yeah. are the ones that are like, you can build anything. You can build Ikea. anything. Exactly. You can build yeah. anything in Ikea with the embryonic ones, but you can only build, you can build any chair in Ikea <laughs> right. with the adult ones. Yeah. But, but you it's can't only a make a bookshelf. Yeah, you can't make a bookshelf with those. It's only you have to get the bookshelf right. stem cells. Got it to make the to make the bookshelf I ones. Yeah, that makes me um, help. And that so helps me. yeah, these are the ones that um, like most stem cell research is from these adult ones. It's not controversial. Um, and like bone marrow transplants right. are dealing with adult stem cells um, because those can be like any you can make any sort of blood cell with those. Got it. Yeah. Um, and so these are the ones that. Um, when they talk about sort of uh, stem cell cancer research and things like that, mm-hmm. or Parkinson's and stuff, like that, that's what that's that that type of research is going on here. Because you're, you're looking, you you have to hone into specific parts yeah. of the body mm-hmm. to get that. Mm-hmm. Got it. That actually makes sense. Yep. Um, and as far as I know, col- actual cloning of a human is not like as easily said or done as Sam was referring to in here. Yeah. Like, I don't know how realistic cloning... Like, to me, when they're going to clone the symbiotes in this episode, it seems much more likely that something along the lines of how they clone sort of Dolly the sheep or the, the, the chimpanzees most recently. And that's more of like, you basically take an egg and you like change the inside of the egg and it's more of that type of cloning because okay. i don't know if using stem cells it's not a photocopy it's not style. a photocopy Got it. and even where the technology is now you know 15 years later do they have I, they're yeah. using the stem cell as like a sciencey thing that they could stick cloning next there's to a, yeah and there's I don't a couple know. of things here and there that almost work but yeah. don't like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like it, she's good in the part where she tells Jonas no these can't be adult clones because yeah. they don't come out adult exactly but then she makes this other reference to the symbiotes yeah. which doesn't actually and likely work yes but anyway yeah, there's holes in this cheese there's stem cells yeah <laughs> there's stem cells in that cheese <laughs> so um out again in the misty night street yes um it's it's creepily quiet to the point where even Jonas points it out and yet no one comments on the mist still yeah Anyways, it's just where Jonas we are we live here in this mist and teal head to the local bar maybe they're like honeybees and it's just smoking and it keeps Probably. them all calm they head to the local bar, and it's almost a record stop moment when yeah. everyone turns to them and they it's walk in. It's that small town bar feel. And I'm waiting for someone to pick up a pool cue. And they order ginger ales. Which makes me so happy. It does. <laughs> it's my favorite drink, too. And she looks like, they don't uh, like us. I don't care that bartender Nick tells me I can't put it in my wine. I am a heathen, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> the end. He did do it. He just yeah. wasn't happy about doing it. He just didn't like it. that I did it. Yeah. So, um, and, and Jonas... Tries to make friends in a Jonas way, and and he looks like you have much to learn about humans. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, and <laughs> and T- says Teal, the <laughs> expert, <laughs> Mister. Yeah. Let's just okay. Fine. But Jonas is like, how can we learn more about humans when we spend all our time on the base? Mm-hmm. And Teal looks like I have sufficient understanding of Earth culture. I mean, this is not my home. Chulak is, so I know all I need to know. Yep. And and Jonas points out that that's the difference between them because Jonas isn't going back. 
Like, right. this is now Jonas's home. And this is true. And this is absolutely the way... Um, this is the way you interact as people um, in intercultural communication. Mm-hmm. These are concepts you go over. The idea of enculturation versus assimilation. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Teal's like, okay, these are the rules of this society and this is how it works, but does not disconnect from any part no. of his. Whereas Jonas has no home to go back to. Yep. Uh, just like a refugee would, if you will. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, he's literally he's a, refugee. a refugee. So he's like, no, I have to assimilate. Mm-hmm. It's not just to understand it no it's like yeah. i have to be it yes this is this is home now and i am this so so there's a different level of study that he has mm-hmm. to bring into it uh and i imagine um you know i did my own share of assimilation mm-hmm. as a kid but again i was little and i was born here my parents were not uh, whereas jonas is a full-grown adult it's much harder to assimilate yes. and adapt when you're grown. Exactly. Uh, but it's a great little lesson. Like, if I was an intercultural comm teacher, I would use this bit. But it's also, you know, to me, it's also, you know, even within one country, there is, like, not as massive, but there's definitely sort of cultural assimilation. Well, yeah, even culture is from not one, national. Culture no, is just culture. Because, like, I mean, I moved across the country a few times growing up and nothing was like as drastic as some of these but you do are like oh yeah, yeah that's a different vibe well yeah and culture has nothing to do with a national country borders no. it's just like one culture it's to another areas. Yeah. You're, you're just learning I mean you have one culture in a workplace versus a different culture at home There's exactly just everything it's just culture yeah. and that's really what you're doing so whereas Tiok um, has his spaces where he can go back to the culture he grew up in and, uh-huh. and it's planning to stay in and identifies with yeah um jonas does not no he has no more culture to identify like he, he he can identify with it but he it doesn't feel like it's where exactly. he can be anymore yeah but anyways <laughs> i love that <laughs> that's scene. it for communication no, 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 I, was, I didn't i didn't sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, no, you're good. More like yeah. I, but that, i love that scene and i love i love these great teal and jonas moments because it's a great way to play their dynamic yeah. against each other and just to show us how different they are and and that's when someone wants their seats back and a bar fight <laughs> yeah, almost it's breaks out yeah um and someone would lose in the very early stages if this broke out and it is not yeah. teal i feel like when teal stood up that should have been enough for them to back up it's like yeah. do you not see how but much they're this- gold oh, that's true that's true so and that is when the sheriff walks in jonas and t quick took quickly leave okay and also tell me if you notice this but does it almost look like Teok picked up the tip that Jonas left? I miss that, but I would not be surprised. Okay, so here's the thing. So we see Jonas set down money. Cash, yeah. He sets down cash. And before they walk out, Teok looks down and reaches for something on the table. Now, granted, he could have been reaching for, uh, what, yeah. his wallet? Yeah. Um... But I like. But I feel like. Did he just pick the tip up? Probably. He just picked up the tip. And was like, fuck these people. Don't leave them a tip. Probably. Whereas Jonas is like, please, I expose my belly to you. Well, and it, or it could be something of Jonas is again trying to. Or maybe Jonas assimilate. left like a hundred bucks. That's what I'm saying. Like he's either he he like over tipped until it's like no, that's, that's not, not what how you do. that works. Or yeah. Jonas is like, oh, this is a thing you do on Earth. You tip, etc. And Tilk is like, again, I give no shits about your habits on Earth. And it's yeah. like, no, you don't give them extra. I, I, you know what I want it to be? I want it to be uh, not so much that he doesn't care about the habits. He's like, I know that it will offend you if yeah. you don't leave the tip. So I'm not leaving yeah, a tip. Yeah, it works too. I love that part. Anyway, that's that's what I've decided happens. And after they leave, the sheriff uh, is in on whatever is going on. Yeah. It, I, you know, until we find out later what else is going on, I'm like, oh shit, the sheriff is the sneakiest motherfucker of uh-huh. them all. Because he talked to Sam straight face. Yep. So back at the diner, we get our Peter DeLuise cameo as he walks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> apparently Janet thinks the or thinks the liquid in the syringe is a sulfa-based antibiotic. Mm. Um, and Jonas spies the guy from the bar from last night and gets up to apologize for the misunderstanding. And the guy has no clue what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. He was like, I was at home in bed last night. Also, and he looks a little bit like Tormund from Game of Thrones. He does. <laughs> he does. But, and Jonas must be mistaking him for someone else. Yeah. Huh. And out on the street, Jonas is like, that was weird. Like, he wasn't hung over or anything, but that was clearly the same dude. Yeah, he ruled out everything. It's like, nope, no ring, yeah. no, no hangover, no, uh-huh. like, what? what's going on here? Yeah, I'm too smart to fall for these maybe dismissals. And 
Teal'c spots that they are being watched by creeper dudes. They lure him down a back alley and Teal'c just grabs him so, and holds him against a fence. Yeah, I want to give uh, credit to creeper dude uh-huh. for his face acting. Yeah. Because the first couple times we see him, he's like, creep, creep, meth addict, creep. And then this time when we see him, we're like, oh, something's different in his mm-hmm. face. Uh, good job, dude. Like, he kind of gave us a little bit of a tell before yeah. we actually find out who he is. So he's like, I'm not following you. And Teal'c's like... Please, motherfucker. Yeah. He goes, I mean, yes, I am following you. Yeah. But I had to know I could trust you. I was a guard at Immunitech. I don't know why I keep butchering that. Immunitech. And he thinks Fleming was murdered. Yeah. Because apparently last week, Fleming asked him if he could get him a gun because his life was in danger. And this guy worked the graveyard shift and sleeps during the day. And the people who were after him only come out at night when people are sleeping. Like the Smashing Pumpkins song. Uh Uh-huh. We only come out. The days are much too bright. Okay, I'm done. So he stopped working at Immunitech after Fleming went missing because he was a little freaked out. And um, he like Fleming did tell him that no one in town could be trusted. So he didn't even tell the sheriff. But he needed to tell someone, and these mm-hmm. guys are not from town. So back at the motel, they ponder what they only come out at night means. Yeah. It um, means it's this reference to the Smashing Pumpkin song. Uh-huh. I mean, they are in uh, the north, the north, uh, the northwest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, big. and Sam's like, what exactly happened at the bar? And um, that's when Jonas asks about human clones and Sam smashes that down idea, rightfully so. Right. But the people of this town are acting strangely, even for humans, Jilk says. <laughs> and Jonas gets an idea. So they go out, and Jonas randomly spotted extra tire tracks from the road. Yeah. Um, and this area has a ton of tire tracks. I love how he's like, oh, I noticed it before. I just never told anyone because uh-huh. I didn't think it mattered. And so they break into the large building, and Jonas really wants Sam to teach her how to do that. Yeah. She's like, yeah, wormhole theory, motorcycle riding, and lockpicking. No problem. <laughs> I love the smirk on her face. That uh-huh. makes me think that that's what's on her dating profile. Probably. She's like, just those three things and her face. And uh-huh. it's like... You need nothing else. <laughs> fuck off. If you're not interested there, you can fuck right off. <laughs> These are the three things you must be proficient at yeah. to date Sam. If not, get the fuck out. Uh-huh. See yourself to the door. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> so inside they find schematics and a workshop. <laughs> and then Jonas finds her the building. It's a half-built spaceship. Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> Back at the motel, more mist, and Sam reports into Hammond. Although, you know, they're talking about spaceships and aliens and shit on what I'm assuming is a non-secure line. Yeah, she's like, oh, let me just pick up this local landline, Uh even though we're probably surrounded by NID, Uh which we kind of have a feeling about this point. And they're going to hold off on backup until they get more information. Mm -hmm. And they're still trying to read the encoded disks that they took. And while they hack, Teal'c wonders if Adrian Conrad got the symbiote from Mayborn. And if he got the symbiote from Mayborn, maybe some more alien tech? Two, mm-hmm. and they're like, nah. The Russians, the NID, or anyone on Earth never had this kind of technology. But it is clear that there's aliens in town, yeah, or something, and they clearly didn't come through the Stargate. So if they came by the ship, then why are they building a new ship? And suddenly they come on at night. Seems to be starting to make more sense because they're building a stairway to ships. No, just that didn't work. Let's keep going. Were you trying to do stairway to heaven? Some, somehow. <laughs> Somehow in my head, it was like, yeah, let's let's make that leap. And she's building a spaceship to heaven. There it is. There it is. Thank you so much. So Sam is continuing to hack away while Teak and Jonah sit in the car watching uh, watching the building at night. And the sheriff tucks in for the night. And as soon as his head hits that pillow... His eyes reopen and, and the Cyberman is the, turned on. His, his pillow is made of rubber. Yeah. He bounces his little face right off of it. And he gets up and gets dressed again. And Jonas and Teal uh, watch a whole bunch of people pull up at the same time. Mm-hmm. And Sam gets into the discs at that point and it's all hieroglyphics. And she radios in and is like, guys, they're goulds. We got a gould situation. Gould. Code gould. <laughs> and uh, Fleming G-T-F-O, was. GTFO, gould. <laughs> Fleming was doing research into cloning, but it wasn't cloning humans. It was cloning Adrian Conrad's symbiote. And mm-hmm. since there's no Nacquita in their blood, Teal'c and Sam never sense them. And since they're now outnumbered, Teal'c and Jonas are going to head back to the hotel for now. Yeah. But they don't get very far because very quickly the deputy is pointing a gun at them and force both of them into a van and take their Zach guns. 
not good. Not good. Just, let's just, yeah. Yeah. Not happy. So, meanwhile, there's a few cars pulling up to the hotel and just a whole line of people about to come get Sam. So she grabs her sidearm and as people break into the room, she grabs the syringe as well. I love that part (laughs) where she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this yet, but it feels important. I'm going to do that cliche spray a little bit. Yeah, and also I love that people just walk around with needles with no caps on. Uh In real life, that's not a thing you do. No. You don't do that. No. Because guess what? Needles are sharp and can poke anyone. Which is why I don't like needles. Yeah. Because probably going to poke me. Usually in life, they are... um, I'm very distracted by a Kaylee hunting a lizard. Yeah, Kaylee's hunting lizards right now. Usually in life, you keep that shit covered. Yeah. With a nice little cap, a Uh little safety feature. Yeah. And if you do accidentally brush up against someone, you don't poke them with a medicine that they don't need. But fine. That's fine. Let's just go with it. We're fine with it. It's not as dramatic. In the back of the van, the boys are being told they're taken back to the motel room so that they can pack up and be out of town by daybreak. And the deputy and the driver... R-N-I-D. Dun, dun, dun. They've been watching the gold for a few months and are basically waiting for the gold to finish their ship before they steal it and use it for their (laughs) planetary defense system. Yeah. And the symbiotes are immature, so apparently they can't take control permanently. They're only strong enough to take control when the hosts go to sleep. And that's why everyone wakes up in the morning. They're a little tired, but they're clueless as to what's going on. Sure. And why Fleming was on amphetamines, he didn't want to go to sleep because he was the first one to be infected. Yikes. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, telling the SGC all this is going on won't matter much because this is NID operation is fully supported. And then he continues to diss the uh, SGC a bit. Yeah. Just because he's Just because he's a dick and mm-hmm. he's NID and that's what they do. So Sam is in the sheriff's office. She's tied up and the sheriff is like drugging her with the liquid coated rag method of yes. drugging. Yeah. Um, until she passes out. And that's one of the women in the back reaches into a, just a cooler. It's just a random it's little red cooler. It's just a, it's little just a red, red cooler. cooler. And I'm like, that's a weird time to have a beer, but sure. And pulls out one of the many symbiotes that are in there, right. and it slithers away it's into like Sam's little, neck. It's like a little symbiote soup in it's there. It's a symbiote soup. And she wakes up with glowing eyes. <laughs> and uh, when the boys get back to the hotel room, they find that something definitely went down and figure she was taken, and no one notices the empty syringe. Mm-hmm. And Thank Jonas goodness. is like, you need to do something, Mr. NID guy. Yeah, save our Sam. Which, by the way, his name tag says P. Molly. <laughs> the writer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't catch that. And Dang the it. NID have a containment team on standby, so the town can be locked down in 45 minutes. And Teal's like, yeah, you should do that. Do that now. Now. You should have done that like a half hour ago. And Mr. NID man calls it in, but he's mainly just bummed at the fact that they just lost 500 years of technology technological advancement. Um... But then the driver NID guy uh-huh. says it gets worse than that, and then Zat's the NID dun, guy. Dun, dun, yeah. Uh, and then off screen, I'm assuming Zat's Teal'c and Jonas as well. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm happy that they did it off screen, because that would have been you very You want to see them get, yeah. Well, and it's like, there's no plausible way for Teal'c to actually go down easily. No. So it's like, well, we got to do it off screen, because no one's going to believe any type of fight. So as Jonas wakes up, he's tied up along with Teal'c and NID guy, mm-hmm. and he sees Sam. And then Sam slaps him, because you should only speak when spoken to. This mean Sam. Sam is mean. This is the AKA Sam is mean to Jonas episode. <laughs> but she has to play along here. But she's been mean before this. She was mean in the beginning. <laughs> she's just been mean, meany, McMeanerson. First she tells him, oh, yeah, I guess that everybody Listen, thinks you're weird. There's no Jack here, so and someone has to pick like, up the snark. she's like, don't enjoy a milkshake, because your heart's going to stop. That was probably then, more of the fries. Yeah, that's fair. But still, it's like, God, let the guy enjoy a milkshake and fries. <laughs> um, Jeebus. Okay. So, and then they implant an ID guy with his own symbiote. Right. Because uh, he's now a ghoul. And so they they spell out this, and it's very much the end of a Bond movie, and the Bond villain uh-huh. explains to Bond Let his me naval tell plan. You by Master of the fact that now they're going to infest the entire NID with symbiotes <laughs> well, because they have two NID guys now. Yep. And Jonas tries giving some a color commentary, and Sam almost slaps him again, but doesn't. Huh. Um. So Jonas, like the ghoul, just wanted to get off this planet. That's all they wanted to do originally. Yeah. 
But circumstances have led them to a new plan. They're just going to take everything over instead. New plan. We're bigger assholes than we first imagined. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Sam's like, and for no apparent reason that I can figure out, except to just maybe distract some, is basically going, oh, I was writing a report that the containment team shouldn't find on the computer in the motel. Yep. You should so go get it. Yeah. Uh, let me stall for some more time. Basically. Yeah. Um, and then they're not going to use Teal'c and Jonas as hosts, because one's a Jaffa, and the other is a alien that humans don't trust, Sam yeah, says. Yeah, and she says that, again, so mean. Yeah. She's far too convincing. There's a little bit of anger still hanging out there, and she's taking it out in this way where it's like, you know what, Sam, this is a little bit passive-aggressive. It is, because Jonas is like, come again for big fudge yeah, about the trust thing? Why are you so mean to me? Uh, and Sam picks up the Zack gun and is like, we have to kill them. Jeebus. So outside at night, the the cavalry arrives. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NID guys grab Sam's laptop, and when the cavalry gets to the sheriff's office, everyone is unconscious. To- Jonas and Teal'c are awake and tied up, and Sam is gone. Mm-hmm. So the NID guys get to the roadblock the, where they're containing the town, and they have a co- two coolers filled with gold, and they're going to call in a chopper to get back to headquarters quickly when a single cop car comes up. And the commandos order Sam under the car, and she gives them her credentials and that she has important information for the NID guys. And as they walk off to talk Gouldy things, uh-huh. Sam's like, <laughs> Gouldy things. They talk Gouldy things. And she's like, Well, I'm here because I'm more valuable to the planet if I'm not captured with the others. And they're like, Yeah. That works. That sounds like a great, good, yeah. That's legit. Uh huh. Sure. Well, that's so. While well, we're taking over the NID, you can take over the SGC. Yeah. This is going to work out Let's great. Let's team together. I mean, it's a little risky, but it can be done because the humans are dumb and they have yeah. no idea what's going on. Uh-huh. And Sam's like... Like, they might as well have been, like, the Beagle Boys mm-hmm. at this point because that's how dumb they look compared to what she's doing. And Sam's like, well... <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say that. I'm just going to zat you both now. I love this part because she says, you're just not as smart as you think you are. Uh-huh. And she could be talking to either NID or Gold at this point. Yep. She yep. could be talking to either one. Yep. And I think it works. And I love that. Yeah. So back in the briefing room, some point later, mm-hmm. Sam translated enough of the hieroglyphs to know that Immunitech engineered the symbiote to the kill switch. They are susceptible to a very specific antibiotic, mm-hmm. and that's what was in the syringe. And apparently you have to take, like, a shit ton of it. Uh-huh. In a giant-ass needle. So Sam injected herself as a last resort, and it was basically a Gould vaccine. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, it killed the Gould. We should get our Gould vaccine, just mm-hmm. in case. Just in case. Mm-hmm. They killed the Gould that she got within just a few minutes, and then she just played along the whole time. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the town, the townspeople had their Gould easily killed with the antibiotic, and they'll, the symbi- the giant, the giant fucking symbiote will just break down and be naturally absorbed Blech. by the host. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> and then they just poop it out eventually, uh-huh. apparently. They just poop out some Gould bones. I love that this was a clever way to explain, um... How Sam's eyes can glow. Yeah. But she's still fine. Yeah, it was killed a minute a, or so later. It's a leap of faith, too, for Sam to take these yeah. and then for them not to be like, where's her gold? Well, and they, she literally, she's like, I had no other choice at that point. Right. Because yeah. I was going to be. So I just figured, hey, this so, is a good thing clever, to try. Clever writing. Yeah. It doesn't uh, make you susceptible to taking it. It just kills it. Yeah. And so the town basically just assumed they got inoculated against a meningitis outbreak and mm-hmm. none of them remember a thing. The and the end. ship was taken to Area 51. The end. And, well, as they leave, Jonas was like, I mean, about the whole slapping me thing. And she's like, well, I had to make it look good. Let's go get lunch, Jonas. She's so mean. (laughs) And a little bit manipulative right there. Just a little bit. I don't like it. Um, Yeah. A little bit meantime. So Um, where do you, uh, where do you put this on our season six list? Um... I like the Jonas and Teal talks. Yes. Um, did we decide that the first two are one episode or no? Yeah, we have redemptions. Okay. I'm try- like I already forgot what redemption is. Um, I'm going to put this in two. That was, remember, the Stargate was exploding. Yes. Oh. Yeah, no, this is-, is three for me. Okay. Because it's it's not going to stay on. I mean, yeah. this episode's fun and it's a supernatural episode, but like... I just, yeah. No, I think you're right. I think this one goes in three for me as well. 
It's 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 interesting how how quickly I forget what everything. Is. <laughs> and I'm like, where are we? Where have we been? Um, <laughs> and uh, next week, guys, it's Abyss. I don't know what that means. I'm so excited. It better not be the movie Abyss. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm making a funny face. Um, I like this. I like. I really, really like the relationship between Teal'c yes. and um, and Jonas. Yes. I, I I love what's building there. I don't know what the hell is happening in Abyss, but Nixie won't look at me. Um, <laughs> um, I don't like how mean Sam was. I do like the fantasy of 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 a Dean and uh, Sam Winchester crossover. Yeah, and with 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 Bobby and Cass. But we'll see where this goes. Um, yeah, let's see. I'm I'm still a little nervous because I don't know where Jack is. Oh, I forgot to add, um, I'm sorry, we forgot to add um, our, our Deloise cameo. Oh, that's right. We do have another Deloise cameo. We do. So we are at 15. We're at 15. Um, yeah, I'm a little nervous. I don't know where Jack is, and I don't know what's happening, and I don't know how he's going to come back or where he's going to come back, and that's making me really uncomfortable. Guys, I have nothing left in my dr- drink to, to my Pretend glass to drink. drink. <laughs> She's just miming I'm drink. just miming drinking at this point. Um, okay. But yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, we have one new patron this week. Yes. Uh, thank you to Benjamin Chi. Um, Yay! And pod cards go out today, a couple days tomorrow. I guess tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow they go tomorrow out. Tomorrow they go out. Um, it's our favorite one yet. This is like I. I think I want to frame one. <laughs> I love, our, love, love it. It's our favorite pod card yet. Um, uh, always, you know where to find us on Twitter. We're at Tara Podcast. We're on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Uh, we are at Gmail. You uh, email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com and patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Um, and also stay tuned for the Origins cast on the same feed here. So you may have listened to it before this, That's you may true. have listened to it after it. It's not very long. It's not very long. <laughs> and if you like awkward Nixie and Grace, it's, it's buckle it's up, awkward guys. Times. Yeah, hang on to your butts. Alrighty. Uh, see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.